Hello, everybody. I hope that all is well. You already know what I'm about to say. Welcome to Sunday. Yes, yes, I'm so excited. Go ahead and give God a hand clap of praise for allowing us to see another Sunday. I'm so excited. My name is Pastor Jay, and on behalf of Expect Faith Center, we would just like to welcome you to our online service. On today, we won't have a video, but we will definitely be on this podcast bringing the word of God. So go ahead. If you haven't done this already, go ahead and bookmark us. We're on iTunes and we're on the Google Play Store. Go ahead and download the Expect Faith Center podcast to your devices, your tablets, to your laptops, and you can catch up on each and every last sermon or word or whatever you like to call it. But we are so excited that you are here with us today on Sunday. So today in this message, I want to talk about breaking the cycle, right? We have to break the cycle. Man, I don't know about you all, but sometimes, you know, like you do things and you don't even know why you do it. Like, why did I do that? I don't even know why I did it. Why did I even think that way? But come to find out when you do those things, sometimes a family member might say, wow, you do that and you are just like your daddy. And some of those things you're like, man, I'm so proud. It's those simple things in our lives that we can think about. If you just take a moment and think about a few things in your life, you realize like, man, there is some stuff man, I I need to stop doing this, right? But it's important that we evaluate those things because the goal that we have in life, and I don't care who you talk to, right? The goal in life is to get better. Generation from generation from generation. You want to get better. But in order for us to understand how we are to get better, we have to constantly stay in tuned with the people that's around us being our family or even friends to realize what was some of their shortcomings so that we won't fall into those same traps. But we're going to look at this text because again, we have to understand about how cycles work and we have to understand what a cycle can do to us if it's on the bad side, right? As we talk about cycles, you have two sides. You know, you have the good and bad, good and evil, right? You know, Paul expressed it great. Paul said every single time I have the desire to do good, evil is always present. So we have to acknowledge that that not so good side is there, right? So let's look at that piece. Let's look at that side that's not so great about a cycle. But if you've been following us in our scriptures last week, we talked about the book of Genesis, chapter number four, the story of Cain and Abel. You already know what happened, right? You know exactly what happened between Cain and Abel. What happened? Okay, I'll ask you that question. What did Cain do to Abel? Three seconds. Cain killed Abel. Okay, your next question. Okay, why did Cain kill Abel? Three seconds. Three, two, one and 
Some of y'all got it right. Some of y'all got it wrong. But look, check this out. Now, Cain was upset because God accepted Abel's offering, but God did not accept Cain's offering. And he was upset because he did not put his best foot forward. So God rejected his offering and he absolutely adored. He loved Abel's offering. So the scripture talks about in chapter number four, and you got to read the story. It talks about how one day they was in the field and Cain rose up against his brother and he slew him. So Cain killed Abel. Now, if we fast forward, let's look at the bottom end of Genesis chapter number four and verses about 19. Now, I want you to go there. I want you to just glance over that, right? We're not going to read it, but I want you to kind of glance over it because something happened. We know that Cain killed his brother Abel, right? There was a bad act. That was something that was not pleasing to God. So Cain is on the wrong side of the fence with God. But if we keep on going, go down there and let's look at verse number 19. So Lamech is about six generations after Cain. I want you to look at this particular verse right here. Look at verse number 23, right? And Lamech said unto his wives, Ada and Zillah, hear my voice. Ye wives of Lamech, hearken unto my speech, for I have slain a man to my wounding and a young man to my hurt. Now, we're not going to go too deep in that part, but we have to make this connection. The connection is Cain killed his brother. Now, about five or six generations after Cain, now his relative has actually killed someone also. But when we look at this text here, we see that Lamech has killed a man. Lamech has done the same exact thing that his great, 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 great grandfather has done. I don't know about you, but we have to actually analyze where we came from in order to understand where we are going. And when we can understand where we are going, we can avoid some of the pitfalls that some of the people had to go through or some of the things that they did. We can understand how to live our lives better. What am I saying to you now? What I'm saying is that we have to pay attention to where we came from. So what I'm saying now, press pause. If you have a living mother, talk to your mother about their childhood. If you have a living father, talk to your living father about their childhood. And if you don't have your mother and father still here, you know, God bless them. God rest their soul, their sweet, innocent soul that they're living in heaven now. But go ask an aunt, an uncle, a cousin, go ask those people, like go find out where you came from so that you can do your best to avoid some of the pitfalls that they went through. Right I, now, now, wait, wait, let me, let's back up. Let's back up. Let's back up. Now, I want you to brace yourself. When you go back and talk to some of the people in your family now, right? They go tell you some crazy, crazy stuff. So brace yourself, right? Because a cycle, again, it pertains to both 
good and bad. So you're going to hear some bad stuff and you're going to hear some good stuff. But I want you to really talk to some people so you can understand some of the pitfalls, right? So that you can take that information and when the time comes or if it ever presents itself in your life, you can actually make a better sound decision and you won't fall for the same thing that mama fell for. You won't fall for the same thing that father or auntie or uncle or grandfather, grandmother, who else, mother, daughter, child, whoever, you won't fall for those same things. So I want you to try to talk to somebody and try to understand what some of their pitfalls were. Because what happened was Lamech actually got caught up in a situation where he took justice into his own hands and he made the wrong decisions, just like his great, 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 great grandfather right they made the wrong decisions they killed somebody right now i want you to look at this and i want you to think about this because again if we're living and walking out this christian life and we think about god and we think about the presence of god god is a spirit right he provided us with the holy spirit to help us have a discerning spirit and a discerning mind. So now what we have to do, we have to exercise that muscle. We have to exercise that ability. So when we do go out and we talk to people in our families and we talk to some of these people and we get all of this information, God will then give us that right type of discerning spirit where we can sift through the good, sift through the bad, Get the stuff that God actually wants us to know and wants us to learn from. We can take those things and make a better decision. So I want you to think about that or write that down in your notes. We have to have a discerning spirit. We have to have the right spirit because what we're looking at here as we move forward, as we look at verse number 25, we still in Genesis chapter number four, uh, verse number 25, right? We see something here. What happens? What do we see here? We see Adam and Eve has now had another son and his name is Seth. Look at verse number 25. Look at Eve's response, right? Eve said this in verse number 25. And Adam knew his wife again. We know that. And she bare a son being Eve and called his name Seth for God said she. So Eve said this hath appointed me god hath appointed me another seed instead of abel whom cain slew now verse number 26 and i want us to look at this because we're almost there i want you to take a look at this and to seth to him also there was born a son and he called his name enos then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. Now I have a question. Let's look at the text critically. Now, if man began to call on the name of the Lord, what was happening prior to that? And when I looked at this, I thought about it. Something had to be bothering or pestering these people Enos something had to be really pressing against them and, and I'm not saying that the only reason why they was worshiping God is because something was going on 
I believe that Seth and Enos was actually evaluating at the family reunion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I believe that they was at the family reunion like, whoa, wait a minute now. Wait, 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 wait. Now, 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 I got some people in my family that done killed some folks. And they love killing for some reason. They've been killing some people. I believe that they went to the family reunion and they saw all this crazy stuff that was going on. And they was like, whoa, no, that will not be me. Absolutely not. I've refused to get caught up in that mindset that my great, great grandmother or father or cousins or whoever was in. Right. So I believe that they did something different. I believe that they begin to call on God, not necessarily because something was wrong. I believe that they begin to call on God because they wanted God to actually keep them from turning into those things and those people that came before them. I don't know about you, but even in my heart and in my spirit now, I'm getting excited just thinking about the possibilities of getting better or, or, or being that person that made a change in my life or being that person that broke the cycle. So Seth and Enos is like, oh, I will refuse to be a part of this vicious cycle. I want to get better, but how can they get better? How can they get better? You have to call on the name of the Lord. You have to call on God. You have to do that. See, let me let me press pause and let me talk to you for a second because because sometimes you see people in their lives when they get stuck or when they get caught up in something, they, they turn their back on God. They turn away from God. They walk away from God. They don't call on God. And what happens is they end up being worse than the people that they hate. They end up turning into the people who they just got through arguing with. But what I'm saying to you today, brothers and sisters, when we see a cycle or when we see a path that is unfavorable and that is not conducive to our future, we got to stop it. We got to call on the name of the Lord. Now, I want you to look at this, and I promise you, we're not going to read this whole thing. We're going to read the first few verses right here of uh, chapter number five, okay? Now, look, this is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that God created man, in the likeness of God, made he him. Now, look at verse number two. Male and female created he them and bless them and call their name Adam in the day when they were created. Now, I want us to pay attention to this because God is actually walking us through when he created man, because God is actually acknowledging that, listen, that mess or a lot of mess that's going on, that's been going on in this family. I want you to understand that that did not come from me. That did not come from my spirit. That did not come from my will. So I want you to understand that when I created these people, I created these people from the mannerism of being good, but we don't have that. Now let's keep going and look at this. Check this out. And Adam lived a hundred and thirty years and beget a son in his likeness after his image 
and called his name Seth. Now that is implying that between him and Eve, they had Cain and Abel. Cain developed an evil, dark spirit. He killed his brother Abel. So now what has happened is, now God has actually given them someone back to replace Abel. And Seth, it mentions Seth in the text because now Seth is glorified as being righteous. Seth is glorified as being that person that's in the likeness of Adam. Because Seth actually began a trend. Seth actually brought a son into the world, taught his son about God, and his son actually broke the cycle. His son actually turned people to start calling on the name of God. And then when you look at the text, you see the lineage. You see the generations. This person lived 900 years. That person lived 700 years. You see the genealogy. But what happened was is Seth and Enos, they reset the market. They reset the market because Cain had a lineage and Cain introduced and, and passed on a certain type of evil that Seth and Enoch said, I refuse to be a part of that. I refuse to be a part of that cycle. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to do something different. And brothers and sisters, that's what I'm asking you today. When you look at a cycle, the good stuff is good. Great. Put it on the shelf. Love it. Embrace it. But look at those bad things in your life. Look at the bad things in your family's life. Look at the bad things in the world. Look at those things and say, I will not be that. I'm done with this. I'm done with that. I'm done with the conniving. I'm done with making the wrong decisions. But this time in my lifetime, in this generation, I'm going to do better. I'm going to pray more. I'm going to love more. I'm going to live right. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to act right. I'm going to be a person that follows after the will and the way of Jesus so that I can live on purpose and so that I can have a meaningful life for me and my family and we can create awesome and beautiful and wonderful things in our family for this generation. So I don't know about you, but I want to live on purpose. I want to live right. I want to do right. I don't want to embarrass my family. I want to make my family proud. I want to break the cycle. Each and every decision that I can make, I want to make it to the best of my ability. Because I know God is with me and God is with you. He's with every, he's with each and every one of us. God is with each and every one of us. So I want you to love him. Keep him first in your life. Make you make the best decisions. Make the best decisions that you possibly can. Get in your Bible and break the cycle.
sight. Find favor in your sight. Lord, please, Lord, please. 